0: It is. Let's talk arts and entertainment on W M A Y. There has been quite a bit going on in the past uh, month, uh, month and a half. Well, past couple of years, I guess. But uh, there, there, uh, there, there's been a lot of things that have had to be either canceled or pushed off to later dates in the arts realm. And this is true for a lot of live in person events. Um, and I am uh, here joined once again uh, by Sheila Walk. How you doing, Sheila?
1: Good afternoon, Kevin. I am well. How about you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Um, When I was on, uh, I was taking some vacation time. I actually saw you in the store um, and we briefly caught up a little bit. But um,
1: we did. And we we talked about the state of the arts in Springfield. So even when we're off work doing something mundane, we're kind of still there.
0: We're still, we still got it on our minds and still involved. Yes. What we do, we love the arts.
1: Yes. So,
0: um, unfortunately, uh, first night was uh, was not able to go on, um, uh, which was unfortunate. Um, but
1: yes. it is, but it yes. is, yes. you know, I worked, worked so hard to create win win scenarios, and and the winner in this case was public health. You know, the infection rates and the hospitalizations regarding COVID were were just setting records every day. And um, it wasn't until December 1st that the Springfield Area Arts Council Board felt secure enough to have an in-person event. So I put it together and I was really pleased with the lineup and and the plans that we'd made. But uh, on December 29th, the board, and I think rightly, decided that part of of being involved in the community is being involved in their health. And so we canceled it. There was a flurry of phone calls to all those performers. We we went ahead and paid everyone we had contracted with because it just seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. And, um, and, and now sort of on the upside is I have a lot of plans in place for next year's first night Springfield. And and this is the first time in 35 years that this event has not entertained the crowds in downtown Springfield. And and that is a remarkable record. It's the longest running first night in Illinois and, and pretty much in the Midwest. And so, you know, we have to remember that wonder while we Are sad about losing it in 2021. We plan to come back in 2022, Um, and so for for the performers, it was a chance they didn't get to perform. You know, we always have hundreds of kids come in and and do some arts and crafts in the afternoon, and so I I don't know what they ended up doing on on the 31st in the afternoon. I hope something constructive and artistic. For the Arts Council itself, it's the biggest fundraiser of the year and so my executive director hat firmly placed makes me worry a little bit because costs for us go up just like for every household and business. But I think with a a good board, we'll we'll be okay. And for the Hoagland Center for the Arts, which is uh, our primary host venue for first night on New Year's Eve, um, it's a chance for them to showcase their building. And it's probably the most crowded. They get hundreds of people here in normal years, uh, every time there's a show. But uh, this is when we use every venue in the place. We even turned the dining room into a performance space. So so lots of sadness, but no regret. And the public was supportive. Um, Actually in that round of calls to the performers, The media heard that we were canceling before I'd even issued the press release. (laughs) So good, good for you all to be paying attention, to have those kinds of sources. And the media did a good job of spreading the word. And we put up signs. And I stood at the door of the Hoagland in the afternoon um just to make sure everybody had gotten the message and, and and again there were there were phone calls from our members and from other people who said we know it was tough but it was right and and I just really felt the community part of First Night Springfield without having the event.
0: Right. And that is that is so important. And I think there was that sentiment of, you know, this is uh-huh. an extremely tough thing to have to call but it, I mean it was you know the hospitals were filling up and the case numbers were going and it was I mean it really was just a tough um,
1: yeah. situation there but we have to protect we have to protect performers yeah. too and that's our responsibility and and so yeah, I think it was the right thing but you know we're one of scores of organizations in this community alone that continue to feel the impact of this pandemic.
0: yeah. Yeah, but uh, like you said, uh, big things coming up for the next first night this coming year. And yes. um, and before that happens, there is still uh, quite a few things that um, are on your guys' plate coming up the next yes. couple of months. And uh, all sorts I of plans. List. Yeah, all right.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my pet program of the year is Poetry Out Loud.
0: Yes, very it good, is- yeah.
1: It is a recitation contest for high school students. Um, The national contest will be virtual this year. And to that national contest remains the attached first first place prize of $20,000 for some high schooler talented and wise enough. Um, the state contest, Illinois Arts Council agency manages that and they declared that it should be virtual again in the name of public safety. And then I canvassed the teachers who had signed up their schools for the Central Illinois Regional Contest and all but one said, let's try live. So February 10th, less than a month from now, I will be bringing in at least a dozen high school students to recite two classic or contemporary poems from an online anthology of well over a thousand selections. Um, we're, we put some conditions in place, some protocols, a lot of safe distancing and masking and sanitizing, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I think we can do it safely. And the students are so eager to to be with other poetry lovers and to celebrate the art of recitation. I didn't get to see them in person last year, and yeah. I, I missed it too. And so I'm really eager to, to have them back. I hope it works. We all know that if COVID takes another bad turn, then we'll pivot once more to virtual. And luckily, I have a crew that can, that can make that happen. So Poetry Out Loud is going on. Something I talked to you about in a previous meeting is this Community Foundation for the Land of Lincoln program mm-hmm. called Back to the music. And I have about a thousand dollars left in that pile of money. So if two or three local musicians are hearing this, Sangamon, Menard Counties, and you're booking gigs, you feel safe doing that, just call me up and I'll walk you through this pretty easy process so I can spend out that last thousand dollars. My phone number is 217 753 3519 Springfield area arts council. So I want to get that spent burning a hole in my pocket as my dad would say. <laughs> um, we did spend some money. Community arts access okay. is state funded program that the arts council here applies for. And then we give away however much we get. So not only did we have money to give away from that grant statewide, but also an anonymous donor stepped in and said, we like this. We're going to throw a few hundred dollars in the pot so you can give away more money. And so if it's all right with you, Kevin, Um, I'll just run through the list of the dozen or so local uh, organizations that receive those and what they're doing.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Excuse me. Garvey Tubman Cultural Arts Center will use the money to provide music lessons for students who otherwise might not be able to afford them. The Hoagland Center for the Arts, this will help with the production cost of Disney's Descendants. Mm -hmm. Illinois State Museum Society will be able to hire a curator for an exhibition entitled Noir, N-O-I-R. The James Weldon Johnson Study Guild. Now, James Weldon Johnson wrote Lift Every Voice and Sing an Anthem. Um, And so they're going to... uh, put together a writing contest. And that this will enable them to, to, to take care of some of the, the structural costs of that. The Land of Lincoln Barbershop course will be having a concert linking barbershop and country music. Hmm. Menard County Singers, um, they're going to use it for performance space rental. The Pharmacy Gallery has a Young Artist Mentorship Program. So this will help with the expenses of that. Scholastic Art Awards will fund classes for honors art students throughout Central Illinois. Senior Services of Central Illinois will put together acrylic art classes for senior citizens. The Springfield International Folk Dancers uh, need some rent money for their rehearsal space. The Springfield Urban League will run an after-school art academy. Theater in the Park will be able to pay performers to do pre-shows before their summer season at New Salem and voices of love, peace, and joy will have a music scholarship concert. So, you know, 13 organizations, visual and performing arts, reaching all age groups. And, you know, there was a, a panel of decision makings, decision makers who sat down twice to say, well, this is how much money we have. And here's the criteria from the state funder. Here's what we can do with it. And wow, it's fun to give yeah. away money, but it's. <laughs> not really as easy as it seems.
0: <laughs> no, but that's such a wonderful thing you guys are doing for, for all those, uh, all those different organizations, all, all sorts of different um, involved with the arts, but uh, yeah. so many things that they're all doing.
1: I know. And it, you know, it doesn't pay the entire cost perhaps, but it certainly helps a thousand dollars here and there. You can make a difference and that's called community arts access. To wonderful. Give you more access to the arts. That's, that's what it is.
0: It's <laughs> wonderful. Well, well, that yeah. is great. So, yeah, yeah.
1: And in the mix of all of that, I'm soon going to start booking bands for Levitt Amp Springfield.
0: Oh, wonderful! Oh, Very good.
1: Yes. We have funding, as I announced again with you some time ago, um, and another and a committee met to decide which genres to feature and begin ferreting out bands that would be good for Springfield and area audiences. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to get those booked by this time next month.
0: Very good. Well, yeah, uh, I well, I can't wait. Cause that's going to be, that was always so much fun. I was yeah. out there. We we're out there like every single week, basically Um, out there. And at the, uh, that's when I was, that's when I've seen you like almost every other I day.
1: Know. I know, out I there. know. And, um, and it's again going to be on the North Mansion Block slash old I block old Y block in downtown Springfield, Jackson Street between fourth and fifth. Again, it will be free. Again, it will be family friendly. And it will be summer.
0: Yes, it will. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun out there, um, out in the open air, all the you know, all the all the places you can get your food and sit down and eat. And, uh, you know, just hang out with friends and family and uh, enjoy some live music outside. Always a good time to live it, Amp.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very good. Well, yeah. Well, there's all that.
1: Yeah, what about you, Kevin? You've, you've occasionally been in some productions.
0: I have, yeah. We're uh, currently rehearsing for the Miscast Cabaret, STC,
1: oh,
0: um, which was going to open tomorrow, but we uh, moved it back to May. So Uh we're uh, spacing the rehearsals out uh, for that. Um, But then also STC's uh, Gem of the Ocean is next month as well.
1: Uh, Yes. Those have been in rehearsal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm happy. I'll be happy to see both those. Yeah. The
0: Murder Mystery auditions are uh, Saturday morning.
1: This coming Saturday for the Theatre Center. and. Mm -hmm information online
0: or people just show up or yes it's uh the the event page is on facebook but there's also audition sign-up information on stc's website um and you'll see me there because i'm uh, one of the producers on the show so
1: congratulations there. thank you
0: um yeah shows written and directed by Courtney Wick, she's hilarious and such a great writer. So oh,
1: yes. yes, she was once board president for the Arts Council. Nice. Yes. Very good. Yes, talented, diverse performer. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <sighs> goodness. We're looking for board members, and since I brought that up, yeah. thank you, Courtney. Um, yes, um, we are looking for some board members for the Arts Councils to to help us um make sure that we're running a tight financial ship, as they say, and um, to make decisions about programming and, and events and um, and fundraising this year without First Night. We're, we're really going to have to bear down on that, I think. Mm-hmm. All um, right. So, again, just call me. Um, okay. 217-753-3519. If, you're, if if your listeners are, are looking for a way to enter community service uh, in sort of a low-stress way but having much impact, uh, serving on a board is a great way to do that. And yes. the Arts Council Board certainly is where I would encourage them to take a seat.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. They would be um... – like like you said, making a real difference uh, in the community, and so uh, so you guys have her number. We'll we'll link your number as well in the, uh, in, the in the article, and uh, and give her a call, and uh, you know for that, or um, or 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 something else we may have mentioned, of course, but um, for yep. sure,
1: all good. All right, Sheila,
0: it was wonderful catching back up with you again, all the different things that are going on uh, in the arts community, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you pretty soon or talking to you pretty soon.
1: Oh, I hope so. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for sharing your audience with me for these minutes. You are absolutely welcome.
0: Happy New Year. Let's talk arts and entertainment on WMAY.